just in time for summer, the folks at Epic Brewing have released a new canned cocktail, the Utah Margarita. A delicious blend of real lime and agave, the Utah Margarita is ready to drink by the river or in the park. And here's the kicker, no need to buy it at a liquor store. Pick up a six-pack of Epic Brewing's Utah Margarita at any local Harmon's or Trader Joe's, or visit Epic Brewing on State Street in downtown Salt Lake City. It's lead producer Emily Means filling in for host Ali Vallarta, and here's what Salt Lake's talking about. Spring cleaning. I've got a growing pile of stuff to donate to the DI, and I bet you do too. But at the same time, the weather's getting warmer, it's almost Earth Day, and I kind of want an eco-friendly wardrobe refresh. So we're recycling my conversation from last summer with producer and thrifting enthusiast Ivana Martinez about finding treasures at Salt Lake's secondhand shops. It's Wednesday, April 19th. I'm Emily Means, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Ivana Martinez, welcome to CityCast Salt Lake. Hi, thanks for having me. I know that you love thrifting. So tell me, how did you start thrifting? What is your thrift origin story? I grew up going to like garage sales and my mom was a big fan of going to the DI to get like those common appliances that you wouldn't buy spanking brand new from the <laughs> store. So it really started there. We just go to my local DI. But I think my personal journey started when I was in like my teenager years when it started mm-hmm. becoming a lot more popular. And there was this whole DIY movement happening where people were like, go to the thrift store, go get those like high waisted men pants and make them into some shorts. And I started kind of playing around with that and started, I think, thrifting with intention more into my young adult years where I actually went into the store and I was looking for specific items and trying to create a style for myself and things that I like. So that's kind of how I I kind of got started before it was pretty cool. <laughs> before it was cool. The original thrifting hipster over here. Um, <laughs> so are you telling me you have like a bedazzled pair of men's Levi's floating around in your drawer somewhere? I have a pair of badly cut off Levi men's jeans in my closet somewhere that were cut too close to the bum area and are now unwearable. So, but you keep them just for the memories. Oh, yeah. I'm like, "Mm, I can't throw them away. I'm like, maybe one day I'll come back to you. Wow. Isn't that the way of things? Why do you love thrifting? Okay. It feels like a little treasure hunt. You're going Mm -hmm. to the store and you're like, Everything you have to find there, you have to look for it. And sometimes you walk in and you find nothing. But other days when you're not really in the mood or maybe when you're just wandering around the store and you're not really looking for anything specific, you find something that you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I would have never found this in a regular shop. Or maybe you would have, but it would have been overpriced. Mm -hmm. And you could have found it at the thrift store. So it feels like a treasure chest of places. And I also think it's really interesting because 
like thrift stores, like you go to these places and it's like all of these clothes have stories, right? Like someone wore them. And it's kind of fun because you, like sometimes you'll find little like trinkets in people's clothes, like an old receipt or like, I don't know. A memory. It, a memory. I've stumbled upon photographs sometimes or like little things in pockets somewhere. It's just kind of fun to to discover those little items and take a piece of history. That's really special. So... What's your strategy when you go out thrifting? Because to me, thrift stores can be really overwhelming. Like there are racks and racks of just stuff. And I have no idea where to start. Where do you start? Okay, well, here's the thing. Em. If you're going to the bins, that's a different approach than when you're going to somewhere that has racks like the DI or Savers mm-hmm. or... Um, I'm trying to think of another decades, you know, different strategies for different places. But my strategy, I typically go to the DI or savers. My strategy is going in always with an open mind. I think this happens whenever you're shopping for regular clothes or, you know, secondhand clothes. It doesn't really matter when you're looking for something specific and you're like, I'm determined to find this thing. You're not going to stumble upon it. For some reason, it's just like the way the world works. And it's my, not in the cards. It's not in the cards. So you got to go in with an open mind, have some patience, grab your little fruity drink. I love a matcha. Grab some headphones and prepare to like go into every single rack and just go. Like Just go for it. Go for it. Like shuffle through. Look at the things that look cute. I personally love hitting the book section first, but that's because I'm a big reader and I have no self-control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen your bookshelf. I know you have no self-control. So yeah, so after you hit the bookshelf section, um, I like to go through like the little glassware area. I found delightful things there, things that you didn't even know you needed, like a fruit punch bowl with a dozen little teacups in them. I think they're adorable. So after you go through the bookshelf section and, you know, make your way to the glassware, head to the to the racks and just Take your time there. Have some patience. Like if you're looking for specific pieces like jeans, say T-shirts, maybe just work your way there. Traditionally, these items are made with better quality. That has been the traditional stance. I mean, that's changing, of course, especially with fast fashion now where we see the quality of clothes deteriorating. But Mm -hmm. that's my strategy. I like to look at the, the garment, like where was it made? And is this something that would hold up for a couple more years? And is it something that I would actually wear? And is it fairly priced? Because I think you see a lot of thrift stores that are overcharging for these items. Right. Well, especially as it's become cooler to thrift, right? I mean, yeah, I definitely think so. It's become a lot more of a cultural thing. I feel like people my age, I'm 23, it's become a very young person sport to go to the thrift store instead of like the mall. I feel like that's a very big thing. It's become very popular. You see a lot of people at the Goodwill bins. You see a lot of cool hip kids at the the DI, the savers, trying to look for these items that you can curate into your closet. The Living Traditions Festival is back in downtown Salt Lake City, May 17th through 19th. And this is when I come alive. It is so easy to sell me on three days of Washington Square and Library Square converting to a global food court. 
and this festival has truly been one of my favorites for years now. Living Traditions convenes the diversity of artistic traditions, food heritage, music, and art from the many cultures that have made Utah their home. You can expect everything from live music and dance to hands-on workshops, a little shopping, Sundance film screenings, and Bohemian Brewery. There is something for the whole family, and it's free entry. Come celebrate all of the rich cultures that make up our community. Find more information on the festival and view the full program guide at livingtraditionsfestival.com or on Instagram and Facebook at SLC Living Trad. We talk a lot on this show about our city's crown jewels. What are the institutions that open doors in our community and regulate its pulse? I choose Salt Lake Community College, and it is a home for incredibly focused Salt Lakers. Nearly 80% of their students work while going to school, many full-time jobs. If I could do college all over again, I would not be 33 and sitting on these damn student loans. And slick students aren't. 80% graduate with little to no student loan debt or save thousands knocking out credits before transferring to a four-year institution. Every day, Salt Lake Community College is transforming lives and communities through education. If you want to learn something new, refine a trade, or pursue a higher degree for the first time, explore your options at slcc.edu. Study alongside hard workers, save precious money, and be one in a class of 19, not 100. Okay, so here's the big question. We've mentioned the bins. We've mentioned the racks. What is the best thrifting in Salt Lake? I think the best place that I love to go to and I frequent a lot is the Savers in Mill Creek. It just has all of the goodies. I've found so many amazing things. But in general, I've just I've had a lot of luck at the Savers. Like the one in Orem, too, is really great. But hmm. since I'm living in Salt Lake now, I go to the one in Mill Creek and I have found just the best items there. Um, I found this cream top from theory the other day and i was like just double checking i was like i wonder you know like it looks pretty well made and i found out that it was like a hundred plus dollars online and i was like oh wow okay and someone someone just gave that away someone gave that away and savers is over here being like i'm gonna charge you like 11 bucks for this you're like you got this for free and you're a for-profit corporation so I have like a love-hate relationship with Savers because on one hand, they have amazing stuff. On the other hand, they're also pretty costly for what they are for a place that gets these items for free. And with, and it's often the case. Like they're not a curated store like decades in downtown Salt Lake, which is a favorite of mine. Honestly, if you're looking for retro vintage things, like that's where you go. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that store in comparison to a regular thrift store is really different and, you know, Prices can vary, but you know that you're buying what you're buying at decades is a lot different from what you're buying at Savers. And the prices kind of make more sense in that regard. Right. So, what do you think? You mentioned this amazing top that you got, but what is the best thrift store find you've ever had? Okay. This is really hard. <laughs> I had to think about this for a minute because I was like, what is the best thing that I've gotten? And I will say that it's my vintage coach leather red bag that I got um, just I know it was it was a find and it was 
It was just amazing. It's great because it's like kind of a crossover. You can wear it anyway. It's like perfect with a jeans and a white top or like whatever you're trying to go out with. It's just perfect. And and here's my favorite part about this bag. You can carry a book in it. Like <laughs> like that is my standard oh my for a purse. It's like you have to carry a book in it and your wallet and maybe like some lip gloss in it. Like it has everything. I got it at Decades and it was a phenomenal find. It was I think around like 40 bucks, which I don't think was bad for something. For a vintage coach purse. Yeah, I'm sure it was uh, it was a steal. It would have been even better if you had found like 100 bucks in it, too. But, you know, (laughs) you know, it would have. I think I found like 20 bucks once in like a pair of jeans that I thrifted, too. So it was like, what a not a bad day. Not a bad day. Okay, a couple of other folks wrote in to share their favorite thrifting spots and treasures. Kate Hickam says the best thrift store in Salt Lake City is the other side. Go to the Murray's location for men's clothes and home accessories, but go to the Mill Creek location for rugs and women's clothing. Have you ever been to the other side thrift stores, Ivana? No, but I've actually, I've drove past there the other day. You know what? I'm going to go there this weekend. <laughs> Catch All right. <laughs> Catch at the other side Academy. Ivana Martinez will be tabling at the other side thrift store in Mill Creek. Um... <laughs> Jody Pyle says, I would like to nominate Copper High Vintage and Hate Ashbury for my favorite thrifting places. I found great gifts at Copper Hive and bargain home decor at Hate Ashbury. This is really interesting because in my mind, thrifting and vintage is different. Like they're under the same umbrella, but the I mean, you mentioned this with decades. It's more curated with with the vintage selection. I don't know. What do you think? What do you make of that? I think they're like sisters in a way, right? Because you're right. It's like a very different thing. But it's it's also like I want to say that thrifting is also curated. Like you see these stands popping up, like the urban flea market, I believe is Mm -hmm. what it's called. And a lot of that clothes is thrifted from the Goodwill bins, right? But it's quote unquote curated um, to a certain aesthetic, Okay, uh, one other recommendation from Caroline Ballard. Actually, she gave us quite a few recommendations. She also says the other side is a good spot. Pibs Exchange is great, but pricey. Mm. Iconoclad is superior for clothes, and Goodwill is best for hidden treasures. I like Pibs Exchange. It's kind of like... I think if if I'm thinking about the right store, it's a kind of a costumey store. Yeah, half of it's costumes, um, but they they have some really great pieces. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Pibs. It's also across from the Sugar House Liquor Store, so it's like a one two punch for a lot of people. <laughs> it's it's a great place. I I did find a bunch of stuff there, but I'm like most of it did not fit me. Unfortunately, they have really good stuff there though. And I think that that is one of the struggles, one of my struggles anyway, and probably lots of other people when you're thrifting. The sizing can be so weird. Like, first of all, sizing has changed year to year. So what's a size eight or whatever now might not have been an eight when the garment was made. But also, like, there just aren't as many options, I feel like. You know, it's like all extra small or nothing. Oh, for sure. It's just like finding clothes in your size can be really difficult. Like you said, sizes change so much. You can go to a freaking Zara and be like, oh, I'm an eight at Zara. And then you can go to the gap and be like, actually, I'm a 10. And you're Mm -hmm. just being gaslit all the time by these sizes. And you're like, what actually am I? I don't know. And we won't stand for it any longer. And we won't stand. Is she a 10? (laughs) Is she an eight? I don't know. And then, you know, you're not going to get that kind of 
certainty at a thrift store either. So yep. it's just about trying things on and maybe seeing if they fit. What do you think Salt Lake's thrifting scene is missing? Oof, reasonable prices. <laughs> Damn. I, I think things have gotten really expensive. And more often than not, we're seeing a lot of fast fashion in thrift stores nowadays. I was just reading an article in the New York Times. About 60% of clothes are synthetic that we're seeing. And a lot of that is ending up in thrift stores. You're seeing a lot more Zara. You're seeing a lot more Shein. And a lot of these prices are you're asking someone to pay the same price that someone bought this item for when it was donated. Um, and it's really taking away the opportunity for lower income people, which thrifting is targeted to is people who can't afford typically regular prices. And I'm also seeing that a lot when we have like curated stands of vintage clothes, especially when people go to the Goodwill bins and they they find like a camp t-shirt and they're pricing it at like $25. Ivana, any parting wisdom you would leave us with? I think I would say if it doesn't fit, maybe it could fit someone else. You don't have to buy it and resell it for an upscaled price. And you don't have to get in a fight at the Goodwill bins. Exactly. You don't have to tear someone's arm off if you're trying to find the same leather jacket. (laughs) Ivana Martinez, thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and for talking with us about thrifting. Thanks, Emily. Okay, if you're staring down a donate pile and you're not sure what to do with it, here are some recommendations from our team. If you've got some cool clothes to donate, consider taking them down to the Volunteers of America Youth Resource Center. It's for young adults ages 15 through 22. They're looking for new and gently used, clean items of clothing. And if you're trying to get a little cash for your haul, try Iconoclad, which has two locations in SLC. They'll sell your clothes on consignment, and you keep 50% of that profit. As for clothes and textiles that are too far gone to be worn again, I would love to hear your plans for keeping them out of the landfill. Email us your genius reuse ideas at saltlake at citycast.fm. That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Tiny favor to ask. If you like this show, will you give us five stars on Spotify? Maybe even leave us a nice, quick review if you're an Apple Podcast listener. It's a small step that makes a huge difference for us. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Bye. Bye.